Let us open our worship this morning by me reading to you a few verses from Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, I'll read them to you. We have a wonderful subject before us. It's the subject of our justification. Justification is to be legally acquitted and declared righteous on the grounds of what the Lord Jesus Christ has done for us. And it is a glorious doctrine. We have been delivered from our guilt and the condemnation that men without Christ will face in the great day of judgment. Because Jesus Christ has paid for all our sins. He, ro- he was buried and He rose again and He lives forever at God's right hand to make intercession for us. Amen. Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, Who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. And we could go on and read the rest of this chapter because it's all wonderful in its promises to us. But let me point out, that those who love God, in verse 28, are described as those who are the called according to His purpose. God has a purpose in the creation of mankind. And He has a purpose in the vessels of wrath, the vessels of dishonor. And He has a purpose in the vessels of glory, the vessels of honor. By God's grace, we are His vessels of honor. By God's grace, we are His vessels of glory. We have been afore prepared unto glory. And all things work together for good to them who love God. They are the called according to His purpose. And what is that purpose? Based on His foreknowledge, He has predestinated them, called them, justified them, and glorified them. So certain is God's purpose that even our glorification is stated in the past tense because it is as good as done. And so God can use a past tense verb to describe our glorification, even though our glorification is yet in the future. God was able to say such things about Abraham being the father of many nations while it was still future, and yet God could use a past tense verb to describe it, because when God has set His purpose to accomplish something, it will be fulfilled so certainly that nothing can stay it so we can use past tense verbs to describe it. And so we have a past tense verb describing our glorification in verse 30. And what shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Right. As we go through life and approach that hour of death, as we think of the great judgment day in which we shall all stand before God and give an account of our lives, if God be for us, who can be against us? And He's already shown us that He's for us. And when He's for us, your glorification is as certain as anything in your existence. Believe it. 
If God spared not His own Son, but delivered Him up for us all, how in the world could He possibly withhold anything else that we need? If He gave His Son, this is logical reasoning called arguing from the greater to the lesser. The greater is the gift of His own Son. The lesser is giving us eternal life. And anything else that we need here or hereafter. If He gave His Son, He'll give us the rest. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? There's only one being that imputes and declares righteousness. And it's the God of heaven. And no one else can lay anything to our charge. It is God that justifieth. And that justification has been described in context as part of an eternal purpose given to us before the world began in His foreknowledge and predestination. It is God that justifieth. Praise His great and glorious name. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank Thee for the opportunity this day to worship Thee in spirit and in truth. Bless us as we come before Thee, hear our singing, our praying, our preaching, and help us to hear as we ought. Bless our fellowship to consider one another and to provoke unto love and to good works. And we pray for this blessing upon all Your churches in every place that call upon the Lord Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth in sincerity and truth. Heavenly Father, hear us now and bless us. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.